Hello everyone and welcome to the third episode, third full episode of Team Loot and what could possibly be the final episode of Team Loot as the party has decided to teleport itself into the lair of the Blood Queen and now they're currently locked in combat and it was just Nightmare's turn, so I have no idea what everyone's initiative was, so if you want to re-roll that. Uh, you said you got initiative? Oh, wait. Well, I, luckily I have the document still, so... Top of the round was Zeno. It was just Nightmare's turn. Then technically, it's, um... Eris's, I mean, Aegis's turn. And from what I've heard from Eric, he's just going to activate the Cube of Force and... A shield of force, uh, a bubble of force surrounds him. He just kind of hides in the corner. Uh, how, how big is the cube of force? And what does it block? Uh, he's going to press the side that lets him block everything. Um, Except sound okay. and air. Okay, okay, that's good. Uh, it is a... Oh, 15 f foot cube. So, he kind of backs up away from everyone and then activates it. And then you see this shimmer in the air as this invisible wall of force appears. And you know what? Let's just say it's uh, your turn, Eva. Uh, somewhere, yes, there is an exit. So, Windwalk. And also, Blood Queen can't control our blood if we don't have... Any if you're wind, yeah. Um. Didn't know you bought that bead, but it's, you probably said and I wasn't paying attention. Um. So, every... Alright. cares. You have enough money to say you bought it anyways. Uh, okay, so let's say Eric, for let's say Aegis conveniently forgot that he could use his cube of force. So you Yeah, but it, it doesn't let spells through. So you crush the bead, and you all turn into gaseous forms of yourself, and are able to uh, rise up into the air. What do you do now? Zeno, where's the exit? 
hopefully that way. And he points down the road. Uh, Eva just cast a spell that turned everyone into clouds, essentially. You're now... Yeah, there's a spell in 5, 5e that lets you turn people into clouds. And as clouds, you're all flying away from the battle. Yes, you are. And you're flying away as fast as you can. Go, 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 indeed. Yeah. But who's Beta? Is Beta the dude with the hat? Caden. The Border Patrol hat. No, we just started. So you're flying away as fast as possible, and since, yeah, that's a that's a pretty hard counter to everything. So, yeah, you, and with the the celestial ally that you summoned, uh, keeping the attention of all your opponents, they don't even have time to attack you. So, yes, the necklace of prayer beads saved everyone. So. So we, so we managed to live. <laughs> yes. Uh, and you reach the exit, and as soon as you, there's just a white wall of seemingly fog, and as soon as you cross it, you feel this uh, falling sensation, and you are teleported uh, in the side of a road. You're not sure where. Yes, we're still clouds for the next eight hours. Well, yeah. Do we want to end it early? No, I'd say we like fly around and try to get bearings of where we are. So. If the only action you can take do- is the dash action, does that mean you can just you're flying at six hundred feet per round? I guess. Cool. No, you can't. The only thing you can do is dash. In theory, it doesn't say you can't talk though. Even though you don't have a mouth to talk with, it doesn't say you can't talk. So, yeah. You're... That was a lot yeah, that was a lot easier than I was expecting. Good thing I didn't plan for anything. How are we surviving these things? I want to bounce clap. See the one back of the head. Who summoned the cloud thing? Eva, the Clora. Clora or Eva, depending on how in character you want to be. Okay. We'll see Eva's character. Makes sense. Yeah. Fucking yes. Wait, Lizard Lady or no? Yeah. Dragonborn Druid. Dragonborn Druid. Okay. I'm just trying to get used to 
introduce everyone's characters. Yeah, it's weird because Caden and I have a lot more than most people, and Caden and you, but. Yeah. We, got, we have at least two out of three members of Team Beyond Dumbasses. So now you're vibing as air. Just here. Uh, and not Zeno finally speaks up. Uh, so we should be fine. I think there's like a hundred different locations it ends up as. So unless she goes through it a hundred times, we should be okay. But we should still probably move just in case. Uh, so right now I think it's per- decently late at night, so you're probably on the same continent you were on. Same planet you were on. Okay. Uh, well, continent, Cholt is an island, so that means you're not on the same island you were on, you're in the same general area, uh, but you're not quite sure where you are, no. from From the ground, you can't tell. There is a forest behind you. And a road in front of you. Um, let me. <laughs> Just fly up and see what's going on. Uh, All right, so you. What? So what's your guys' plan? Okay, so what's your guys' plan? Out of character, they were not doing anything for. I know, but yeah. Okay. Well, that was a lot different on PC. Weird. So you know, it's like, well, there's that preacher guy. He seems like bad news. We can go for try and fight him if we're not going to fight the Blood Queen. Preacher or creature? Zeno montage explains to YouTube. Preacher. YouTube. Preacher. Okay. Preacher. Creature, I'm like, uh, okay. Images and character sheets. If you scroll up a while, just repost it. In character sheets, that what that's what he looks like. Sorry about all the coughing and sneezing. Yes. My entire family's sick. That's the preacher. Yes. Except he has a hat. But you can't put on a hat in Hero Forge while having bandages on your face. Okay. Well, sick. Like, what kind of hat? Like, 
Doris talking I had, like top hat? No. Uh, just a, just some boy hat. Uh, give me a minute. I will find an image. It's a sick ass hat, bro. A little something. I know this isn't helping my case, but it looks a little something like this. Don't judge me. I know. If you know where this is from, don't judge me. His hat kind of looks like that. Can you have a sombrero? No, he can does not have a sombrero. sombrero. Maybe during the Day of the Dead one shot, if that ever happens, he can have a freaking <laughs> sombrero. <laughs> I mean, I don't see any reason why not. <laughs> That's not a great mental image. Alright, so Zeno has proposed you go fight the preacher. So we're fighting the preacher yes. now. Fun. Zeno montage explains who Yes. And why he's a bad dude. I feel like you should explain it more for uh, Matthew. Right. What? So, preacher, he, necromancer, he's... For all you, for all you've heard and all you know, he's trying to uh, get to take control of the power of these, basically uh, demon angel things called the angels of blasphemy, and he wants to take control of their power. And to what end? You're not sure, but it's probably not a good one. This was the same guy that beat up a Serac by turning him into a per to a human being. So when you guys were in the tomb, this was the person that you saw. Oh, okay. And he took bail. Wait, he's the one that killed the bear? Yeah, he's the one that killed the bear. He didn't actually kill the bear. The bear died on its own accord. But... Glad you guys got your priorities straight. <laughs> I thought we need the wish spell. Oh, wish spell her back. You know, you know, like literally killing everybody, including like Dakota members. Or Bear. Bear. A mega little bear. Not to save the world, to revive a bear. So, uh, I suppose if you do fly up and you're looking around, you see that there is a town about, uh, by the way, you're a cloud, you guys are a cloud while you're having, you guys are clouds while you're having this conversation, about a mile, so a pretty quick run for you guys, about a mile west of you, there seems to be a 
a relatively medium-sized town. Called Baldur's Gate. No. So you fly over, it doesn't take very long, and you land next to the, the city, and you concentrate for a minute, and you're back to your regular selves. And the guards just sta- standing on the night guards, blink twice, and then look away, because they are not paid enough for this. Alright, so... The guard does it. The guard just waves you past. You go inside. Uh, my brain's like, call the city Yarnum, and I was like, no. What? Oh yes. Huh. So, you get inside, and uh, everything's pretty uh calm it's late at night so you don't really see anyone not even guards walking around Uh, all the shops are closed there's a few lamp lights guiding the way around but nothing really catches your eye this is the city of pemgate yes okay is there a stock and shock maybe Pretty much, yes. It's oh, like no. two in the morning. Are you sleeping in the streets or are you getting a room at the tavern? Alright. You roll. Are you like. What kind of tavern are you going for? A nicer tavern or a bottom of the barrel tavern? We're on the. T- dead. Probably somewhere in the middle, I guess. All right, so you find a decent-looking tavern, uh, and it's also pretty calmed down, surprisingly. Uh, but as you walk inside, there's a bell that rings, and you see a uh, a surprisingly a goblin. Uh, Come down the stairs. Is his name Boblin? No, his name is not Boblin. It's Steve yeah. Joplin. <laughs> Goblin? No. Love it. Uh, okay. it's Gerald. His name now has to be Steve Goblin. I don't... Did you say his name was Gerald? Yes, I said his name was Gerald. So why not? Okay, okay. Gerald the Herald. Look, he, uh, exactly, um, so, so you guys just get rooms for each of you, or are you gonna share rooms? It doesn't really matter that much, but, it's a silver per room, per night. So, everyone a room for themselves, or are you sharing rooms? Uh, 
chaotic dumbass teammate. All right. Okay. We can play now. Sarah, we're with morning. Sip. What? How about you share with me? Okay. I. All right. So you got your rooms, and you go to sleep. Wake up the next morning. Blah blah blah. Long rest. You know how it is. Except for the people that got the crap beaten out of them uh, during the fight, which was, I don't think anyone here except Nightmare. Oh, wait, no. Uh, well, Nightmare and Zavaria took damage during that fight. So yeah, you, you get your spell slots, your blah, 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 your hit points, your usages, everything comes back. Wake up the next morning, 10 o'clock, the sun is shining, there are people downstairs, breakfast is in full swing, the day is yours. How would I know? Because, why not? Actually, Aegis kind of thinks for a second. I saw him when I woke up from my death. He was at a temple. But it felt weird seeing him there. Like, how weird? Like, it just didn't feel right. Like, I can't, I can't explain it. He was out of place, but there was something more to it. Do you know where this temple's located? Yes. Okay. Insert location. He says it out loud. Is it on this planet, Connor? Uh, no, it's on the other planet. Okay. Luckily, you have teleport, so distance means nothing. Yeah, uh, Zeno still has the helm of teleportation. Uh, yeah. The one that got you into the mess. So it's like the pyramid, but a lot, it has fin- finite uses. Finite, yeah. So it has three charges today, so you can teleport three times today. Yeah. Didn't we also fight him at a place? Maybe he went back there and was looking for stuff. Because if my home got wrecked, and I and I survived it, I would go looking through it to find my stuff. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. It's an idea. Okay, if you say so, are you guys gonna teleport to straight to Mr. White's temple or are you gonna do something else first? Sure, why not? Yeah, 
I'm not hearing a no from anyone, so. Seems like. I'm sorry. So Zeno places a hand on the side of his helmet, and with a flash of purple light, you all find yourselves about ten feet outside Mr. White's temple. Everything seems to be in order. There are no zombies attacking it. No dragons coming down from the sky to destroy it. Seems to be in order. To the temple. To the temple. What do you think, John? You enter the temple and um, you don't see the preacher. He has moved. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to roll percentage because technically he would have left with Georgia, but time isn't real in this game. So. Uh, you do still see him standing against one wall, and just look, trying to look intimidating as possible. I'm sorry. When would he have left with Georgia? Because when Dream Team um, brought in Zavar, uh, the the twin, not Georgia, Georgia two. Uh, Basically, they, they couldn't be around each other, and so Georgia was going to leave while Mr. White tried to cure not Georgia, and the preacher was going to leave with Georgia. Okay. So, they're in the process of leaving, but they're not gone yet, and the preacher so, is there. So, if you want to just take a swing, you can, but... Well, I mean, we're in a temple, so I mean, yeah, he's an undead, so I mean, this is where we have our advantage, right? Or maybe we wait till he gets outside and we do an ambush, and you can just see him kind of look up with his. And he. It seems he's hearing some parts of this conversation, but not all of it. And I suppose you can make a perception check if you like. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyone? I will. I will. Or I'll give okay. Can you do this? Oh, I'll give it a little bit of dice for a little bit real quick. Hold on. Wait, I mean, I have, like, dice here. I'm just using this real quick, but, like... You should probably just use the... Well, Caden can help by giving Eva advantage. Oh, wait. Perception check. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, wait, so that would just be perception plus three roll. Um, plus three? Wait. I thought your wisdom was negative one. It, um, isn't, a, it isn't a wisdom save. It's a perception check. Percep- know, or I wisdom perception check. I look under skills, it says perception plus three. Isn't that level 9, your proficiency, plus 4? Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, it changed. 
It's plus three. Total or? Are both those before or after mods? Those are after. All right. Uh, looking closely, you can see that um, the preacher is wearing an amulet on his neck, but it, and with a sixteen, you can see it's very similar to the one he stole from a Sarek, but it's not the same. It's almost like it was made to be an imitation of it, but it's not the same. So that's something that's changed since the last time you saw him. I would like the record to show I have no idea what I'm doing. This was not on today's agenda. Well, there I had two things on my agenda, and then you then you decided to not visit one and just completely bypass the other. So I mean, I mean, we could go back to the town. That's always an option. Oh no, not the town. That's not what I'm trying to say. But you do know. Just I need to make an objectives page, but. There's a lot of stuff you can be doing. And this is one of them, but I apologize ahead of time. Because I'm not as prepared as I should be. You're good. How long are we planning to go for this? I don't know. I honestly know. forgot about Windwalk until I was looking up like last minute stuff. What was your plan with Adrian? Uh, it's so stupid. But leave this tiny hut. Make the outside opaque so anything that has the Blood Queen having to see the target not work. Um, and spells can't get through, and... <laughs> I mean, that is a strategy. I don't know what else we would have done to get out of there, but... Apparently Windwalk... So yeah, that's some, that's, so you're talking about how you want to kill the preacher. Maybe we shouldn't do that in front of him. You guys want to step outside and, you know. Well, what's Mr. White doing there? Um. Technically, you don't know Mr. White, but for simplicity's sake. What is you don't see him in the room. I mean, I just would know Mr. White, but, yeah. You do, as you're looking around, you do see that there are rooms that leave, lead out of the main hall that he could be in, you know, one of, one of those. You guys just want to start knocking on doors, I guess. Yay, information that was supposed to go to Dream Team. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, oh, come on. There we go. We'll get it tomorrow. <laughs> probably. Uh, well, my dark vision okay. increased a lot. Okay. Uh, 
well, okay, maybe you only have, I'm making the objective sheets and maybe you do only have like two things, but. All right. So you walk away from the preacher as you feel his eyeless gaze stick onto you as you walk away. But you you go down one of the halls and you're now out of sight. I was thinking more yeah. telekinesis. Because, so I mean, I know he's tall and stuff, but he doesn't look very strong. So I'll just throw him into the air, then he can't do anything, and we'll just wail on him. Aegis is like that seems like a that's that seems like it wouldn't work I don't know what he sounds like um but granted this the part of this team as you already know is team chaotic dumbasses so it usually works out in the end we literally just barely escaped from something and if my memory serves me correct we can't exactly do that again Sure. Matthew, the preacher yeah. is a level 40 PC. That's okay. not even possible. Neat. And apparently has a new thing he can do regarding the God Slayer Blade. That lets him... Okay. Because that was the thing he did in the last fight. I'm not saying it's like... It's just something I want to put on top of that. It's not... It's like... I said it once, and then he never got to use it because he, did, because the fight ended in one turn. So, yeah, it's not important. I swear, it's just a thing. But yeah, level forty, um, PC, and apparently has some connection to God powers. But you guys can totally handle this. In defense of that, one of those classes has a sorcerer hit die, so I mean, how bad can it be? <laughs> Depending on how much he invested into HP, could be bad. <laughs> I mean, he's a lich, so. He's also a lich? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and he's a lich. That's an important detail. Fine. So he's undead and a bad. Yeah. Well, he can die, but only if you kill him and his, and destroy his phylactery. Where he keeps his soul. Ah, neat. Just like a little treasure box. Or you can beat him up for information. And don't kill him. <laughs> that way he can't go back to his phylactery. Or you could not. That's also an option. Oh, we persuade him to tell us where his flactory is. 
You know, I have a feeling that wouldn't work. But I mean, it's up to you. If you roll a natural 20, maybe. You might be like, you know what? Sure. Let's see what happens. Maybe. How well have you trained that squirrel? <laughs> or Eva could polymorph into a squirrel. I mean, wild shape into a squirrel and try and steal it. So, what are you guys going to do? Are you going to bring out another really... Are you going to pull out another boss fight, or what? Let's not, considering how the last one almost went. Okay. I mean, how strong can he be? I don't know. Is he stronger than the Blood Queen? I wouldn't say that. Is he equal in power? Maybe? Lore-wise, he should be equal in power. Mechanically, I'm not sure. Okay. Let's just go find the head priest. Okay. For no reason. Um, make a investigation check, I guess. Sure. Oh, that's a funky. You're kidding. No. Uh, I was hope. I was thinking. What would? What if they got a natural twenty? What would happen? Um. <laughs> crap. Uh, what's your modifier? Alpha investigation. It's plus two. Okay, so you're looking around and you find the head priest's uh, dorm, or what it looks like, because it has a symbol on the wall. But as you approach like the end of what looks to be a dead-end wall, uh, you notice a very, very thin line uh, that's almost impossible to see unless you're looking at it at just the right angle. In the in the in the apparently dead end wall, there seems to be a hidden door. You knock on the hidden door. And how how hard are you knocking on that door? So like decently hard or like softly. Okay. Like in the middle of the night, how you would knock something on the door. Alright. Uh, there is no response. Um, and with a natural 20, uh, you can see that there is a... On the... Like, there's a... There's a cornerstone, like a corner pillar on each end of this flat wall in front of you. 
and nestled kind of in between one of these pillars and the wall is what looks to be a small um, button or handle or something. I'm going to look around real quick, see if the preacher's looking. The preacher? Just like anyone in general is looking. Uh, make a perception check. <laughs> Just to make sure no one's watching. Uh, eight. I'll be back. Total. You don't see anyone watching you. Okay. I'm going to hit the button. Aren't we, like, down in the hall as well? Like... Yeah, you're you're far down the hall. There's no, there's no one even really walking around. Uh, and you... You press the button, which kind of involves, like, digging in your fingers and pulling back. Uh, and you hear this sort of, you kind of hear this sort of hum. And then it stops. Is the door unlocked? Uh, there seems to be no handle or way to open it from this side. And then you hear, uh, no, uh sort of a scoot of a, t- a chair come from the uh, head priest's room and you hear footsteps coming towards the door. The head priest's door, not the hidden door. Okay. What do you do? Okay, so you step away from the hidden door and the the head priest's door opens, and inside you see out walking out is a human male, um, decent, uh, light brown hair, white eyes, white flowing priest robes, um, and he, oh, and he looks to have what looks to be a baby carrier, uh, on his chest, and you see Does that. He have, uh, no, he has Turg because. You guys dropped off turd. And you actually see, kind of like, you. S- now that you're looking closely, you can see that on his arms, and just covering his whole skin, you see this uh, tiny veil of magic. Like a sort of protective aura. And uh, tur- the child in the carrier is currently asleep right now. But it seems that the priest has a protective aura on just in case. Uh, excuse me, can I help you? I haven't used Mr. White's voice in a hot minute. Um, yeah, so he asks you if he can help you. He's outside, we saw him. The one known as the preacher is that way. You okay. probably just missed him. You know, we might fight him, so how much do you care about the temple? Very much. Okay, how about the outside? Decently much. How, how wise of an idea would it be if we were to fight him right now? Inside my temple? A horrible idea. I do not know. He has been spending a lot of time here, so he has not been able to recharge himself. 
to my knowledge. And he seems to be alone. I I don't understand this line of questioning. What do you, what do you mean, recharge himself? He has been here this whole time, so if he needs to go somewhere to recharge himself, he could not. If he needs to do anything to make himself better, then he have he couldn't have done it. He has no allies right now. He is not at a home. He doesn't have a home field advantage. It's a very strange line of quote. This is a very. I don't know. He doesn't have any allies except for the Coda who will beat us up if we beat him up. Ah, uh, well, that's a um, interesting thought. If they do not know about it, then perhaps they will not interfere. We send them to a different plane of existence, and we beat them there. You don't have the pyramid. Hey, um, head priest, do you know how to teleport them to a different plane of existence? That would require a certain spell called plane shift. Now, I can cast said spell, I think. But I do not wish to. I will not intervene in this fight. For good, for either side. Okay. What's an idea? Just go to the outro. Okay, yeah, he can cast this. Just making sure it's on the cleric list. I'm back. Basically, we met with Mr. White, the head of the temple. There, uh, and there's a secret door that you don't know how to open. Sick. I tried to find a pair of D20 dice my brother lost his, so... <laughs> nice. Excuse me. That's silly. But perhaps, if you are willing, I could sell you a scroll that would allow you to teleport him to a different plane. How much? 500 gold. I don't know. 500 gold, okay. And any of you with the arcane inclination, except you and he nods towards Zavaria, should be able to cast this spell. And you, and he nods towards, um, Aegis. So. Yeah, it's on. Wait. I mean, should we buy Zavari's with us? Or... No, uh, Matthew's character. <laughs> I'm really bad. Their names are so similar, I'm going to mix them up all the time. It's Matthew's character. Rafalio. Rafalio. I don't know why I thought your name started with an, a Z or an S or something. Rafaliel. I need to remember that. Him. That guy. Faliel. What about him? You can't cast Plane Shift. Why? Because it's a 6th level spell and your class only goes up to 5th level spells. Okay. And it's divine anyways, so... Actually, it's... Here, I guess I'm the cleric. 
It's on the cleric, sorcerer, warlock, wizard, and druid list, so literally everyone except a bard can cast this. I think. Hopefully I'm not forgetting a, another full caster, but... Yeah, it's it's a weird spell. It's 7th level conjuration, my bad. It's not 6th. So are you going to buy the scroll from him? Oh, I think we should wait on it. Wait to buy it. Very well. Is there anything else I can help you with? Uh, Caden, go ahead. Uh, Caden or Eva, go ahead and make an insight check. That's a 17 without mods, and it's like a plus 4, so 21 at least. Yeah, 21. Yep. Oh, 21's enough. Uh, you see him, you see his eyes flick over to where the secret door is, and then back to you quickly. Okay. I'm gonna ask him about like, the hidden door. Yeah. Hey, buddy, what's behind that door? And he. And are you pointing at the wall? No. So you're just asking, where's the door? What's behind the door? Yeah. And he just looks back into the, uh, the head priest's rooms and says, "Oh, that's just, uh, my personal quarters." Uh, and I think he meant this one, and I point over at the the dead end. I'm sorry, that is a wall. Um, come on, dude, I hit a button and it made some noises. Uh, it, it didn't make a noise, you felt it, like a vibration going through your hand. I felt a vib vibration. I can't say I know what you're talking about. Insight. Yep. Okay, go ahead. What's behind the door? Uh, he seems to be telling the truth, surprisingly. Maybe he doesn't know about it. I mean, he just saw his eye. I mean, Eva just saw his eye. I'll give you advantage, since you already saw him look over at it. Eva. Okay, yeah, no, that's a 22. <laughs> yep. I'm not including proficiency in this because that wouldn't. Because he's a priest. I mean, why would he have de deception proficiency? Um, you can tell that while he is. He's hiding something. And not only is he hiding something, he's using magic to help himself tell the truth. So, aka, he's using the glibness spell. Just tell me the truth. What's behind? You you can't tell he's if he's lying or not, Caden. Can I roll insight? It depends. Is your insight? Is you have a positive modifier and insight? I know, guys. You will. Then no, because with glibness the base DC is twenty with the cap charisma modifier. Okay. 
So you, I mean, you can get a natural twenty, but I could try. We could try in insight. I got twelve. Nope. He's telling the truth. I can't. Oh, jeez. Continue, Eva. Alright, that's has to be downstairs then. Excuse me. Um, Yeah, glibness is not on the cleric list. So, something weird is going on here. Are you going to call him out on it, or? I mean, out of character, I can come up with a decent explanation, but, <laughs> yeah. Or he could have someone else okay. cast it on him, is... Of more believable. The fact is, he thinks he has something to hide enough to cast an uh, an eighth level spell on himself. Okay, why are you trying to hide something? Uh, I guess make a persuasion check, or just a general persuasion or intimidation. Depend. It's your choice. Check my or you could give Caden the sorcerer advantage. Yeah, that. Yeah, it's a plus zero. So I'll just give you advantage. So persuasion or intimidation, Caden? Intimidation. I thought, I thought as much. 17 plus 8. Did you roll with advantage or was it just that? That was a false roll. All right. Second roll. Second roll is. Let's see if you get high. Seventeen again. Okay, so that's a twenty-five. Um, no, I'll say that's enough. You're like, tell us now, or we're gonna spill to everyone else that you got a secret door. He looks around and says, "Come with me." And he goes into his um quarters and gestures for you to follow. Alright, so you all enter, I assume. Or are you going to leave someone outside, just in case? Let's say uh, Aegis stays outside to watch, just to make sure no one comes through. Should we all go inside? And he places his hands together. If I told you it's none of your concern, would you leave? Chip. Chip says no. Whose concern would it have, would it be? 
mine and mine and some other trusted individuals. And you see him, um, he unhooks Turk and places him in a nearby crib. And you see him, like, flick a switch on the side of it and silence is cast over it. A very small silence. Over the crib? Over the crib, yeah. Okay. You may or may not see a bolt insignia on one of the legs of the crib, but we're not talking about that right now. Bolt would not make an exploding crib. I don't know how to tell you that. Bolt makes non-combat magic items. No, it wouldn't. It's just... That's just like a violation of the Geneva Convention. Freaking top terrorist with that. God dang it. Well. I have secrets that I'd rather not share with other people. Those secrets are mine and mine alone. That's. Oh. Wow. Again, if I told you that was none of your concern, would that change your attitude toward this situation? Is it anyone that any of us know? Damn, we should have gotten ages with us. He looks at you all, not personally. By reputation, maybe. But personally, probably not. You can, ow, incite that if you want to. I mean, he still has glibness up, but... Just gotta get it above a 20. That's a 14. After mods? Yep. He seems to be telling the truth. But now that you're getting used to his glibness, you're get you're you don't really trust anything that comes out of his mouth. Really, like none of us would know him, even like Aegis, who's outside. You might have met some of them, or really one of them. But this, but this information, it really does not concern you. It's not harmful to any of you. I don't want any harm to come to anyone. We, we don't mean harm? Sure about that? It's not. Yes, I, we mean not no just harm. Mr. White and the temple and stuff. I mean Knowledge harm. of this information will bring you to harm. Please, just let it go. Are you guys gonna let it go? Huh? No. No. Didn't think so. You're just like, found a guy with a secret door, accuse! 
Hold it. I honestly don't I didn't think you'd get to this point for such a long time. Um So you I, said that we know your trusted associates or whatever by reputation? Yes. Uh Oh wait, he's not here right now, so we can't even see. I can see that Mr. White, he's reached under his desk and he's pressed. He seems to have pressed some sort of button. He was trying to be sly about it, but he's not very good at that. Yes, you know that you'd probably know them by reputation. Just tell us the names of these people. And you're uh, a commotion from outside. Then it just going, wait a minute, what? And he has to make a wisdom saving throw. That is a fail. And you hear him <laughs> fall to the ground, paralyzed. And you hear a knock on the door. Hello? Um, it's a voice that most of you haven't heard yet. Uh, but Nightmare, you recognize this voice. It is none other than Locke Tiamesh. Locke? Locke. I didn't want it to have to come to... Mr. White looks up and says, I didn't want to have to... I didn't want it to have to come to this, and I do not wish to harm you, but he will if you don't leave this alone. Why did I play a If you not fighting Larry the main bad guy, right? If you must come back to sate your curiosity. Then there will be a time when you can come back and I will reveal what is behind that door. But today is not that day. I'm saying, sorry, he's saying that with Locke there? With Locke there. He seems to be, um, Locke is, he hasn't opened the door yet, but he's outside. Okay. Uh, And uh, the preacher, I mean, not the preacher, the preachers are over there. Uh, Mr. White says that uh, Locke will... The, Mr. White says that he will not harm you, but he will have Locke harm you if you continue the, down this path. Do you I mean, you could certainly try. Please just leave. I will tell you what is behind that door someday. But today is not that day. 50 years from now. 
if you could keep this between us, I would be grateful. Okay. I nod. Alright. And he presses the button and you hear the door click, click, unlock. Are you guys going to leave? So you step outside and you see Locke is standing across the hallway from you, leaning against the wall. You You know he is by reputation. Uh. Oh, I was hoping you'd say no. You see he's got like a fireball ready. Just like a Bahamut follower, always getting up where you shouldn't. Run along now. This doesn't concern you. Locke does not have glibness up, so I mean, if you want to incite him. Incite him, guys. Incite. Okay. I got 11. Can you help me and give me advantage? Yeah, let's go with that instead. After advantage? I got 11. Yes, I got 4 and then I got a 1. Uh, let's give you double advantage. I got a I got a 4. There we go. 21. All right, a 21. Uh, well, Locke hasn't said anything that really drives you to question him. His nonchalant stance is he's actually secretly tense underneath it. You see that he actually cares a lot more about what's going on here than he's he's showing. Okay. Uh, no mind. I'm just gonna take my Fuentio and. Oh yeah, sure. Oh, Go ahead. You see, Eris on the ground, paralyzed. Eris. I mean, if not Eris, Aegis on the ground, paralyzed. The amount of times I've almost said Eris this whole time. Okay, as you get a certain distance, Locke snaps his fingers and Aegis can stand up again. Okay. okay. So yeah, something so very happened. sus going around right here, but... Oh, it's called all the me, boys. <laughs> so you guys are just going to leave? Or are you going to do yes. something else? You can ask Locke questions, but if he's going to tell the you truth is... Alright. Wait, did you say what are we going to ask Locke? Yeah, what... what, what I don't know. What we ask Locke? Why is he here? Those sorts of things. It's up to you. Or you can leave and start planning a break in... I don't know. I feel like Caden's going to take that to heart just a little bit. Okay, so... Okay, so you all get outside and... um, Yeah, you're outside now and you've left the pretty tense situation behind you. As you're walking around, the other clerics seem confused as to what's going on. And some of them look like they want to draw their weapons, but they don't know. They they don't have enough information. 
only Dream Team had that information and not you guys. Easy, just go find Dream Team and relay the information to them. That's fine. Wait, seriously? I mean, I mean maybe? Where? Zero does know Dream Team, so you need to help with teleportation and teleport to them. Yeah, but where did you guys even leave Dream Team? Um. That place, yeah. Yeah, I think you actually would know where Dream Team is. Do you want to go teleport to them and relay the information? We wouldn't know that they were in War and Ashes. Oh, um... Wait. Yeah. Yeah, you you would. Um, well, I mean, you two wouldn't, but Nightmare and... Uh, oh, yeah. Rafalia would. Oh, yeah, they would. Yeah. You guys would know that Dream Team is there. So if you want to go, Zeno's like, okay, we got, there's some people that I think are working with Mr. White that we should probably go tell this to. Cool. Boop. So he slaps his teleport helm, and you guys are, you appear in Warren's Edge just as Dream Team is getting the ship ready to leave. Even though it's been a day, I don't know. I guess you guys had some downtime. Uh, that I've is a cool ship. So I know roughly what's coming. Um, what? What? I'm assuming the TikToks that you made oh. are. Oh no. Oh no. I didn't think anyone would actually watch it. Um. I'm not, I'm not quite sure which one you're referring to, but, I mean... Um, all of them. Th- yes. Those were just in general, but... Like, yeah, I think you're fine. I mean, nothing's... Nothing's screaming, you need to remember this, but... I mean, I think you're fine. It's mostly just jokes, so, I mean, I, I don't... I don't now I'm scared. I, 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 I all took that as foreshadowing, so... Mary Collins leaving secret messages in his TikTok. I... Um... No, I wasn't... I wasn't foreshadowing anything. I was just... Yeah, Gus Gus isn't up to anything special. Okay. Those are, those are just in general jokes. Uh, no, no, no. Those are all hypotheticals and maybe situations. Uh, you haven't betrayed Gus yet, so I mean, he wouldn't have to remind you anything. So it's... Yeah, it was literally the day before where we left off, we dealt with regret. Yeah. He, yeah, he's, you guys are fine. He's not mad or anything. Gus is chill. Patron is chill. Yeah, I... The thing is, I'm not gonna put any foreshadowing into it on the off chance you guys watch it, and then, you know, meta-knowledge, but yeah. You're fine. Dream Team's fine. No one's dead yet. 
yet, he said, but... Oh. Uh, yeah, kind of. He just kind of lounges around all day with cancer. And until someone, until you, like, lesser restoration him to feel better. Uh, but you have a good, Dream Team probably has a good solid eight-ish hours of downtime. So, like, a long rest worth of downtime, if you guys want to do something with that tomorrow. But, anyways, they teleport in. Dream, you guys find Dream Team, I guess, and do you just what do you say to them? Um, because well, we don't know them. Hey, so you know, it's like for you guys. That, I mean, that's a solid way to start this conversation. Probably. I mean. Alar just sticks his head out. What do you want? We have information. Yeah, I heard that part. What, like, what information? It's probably talk, talk inside yourself. Fine, come in. I'm told we can't start it because I'm in timeout, but. <laughs> and you see, he's like nursing a bandage on the back of his head. I got shot. Uh, Sucks for you. What information do you have? You. And we're inside. Use your inside voice. Oh, we're inside now? Okay. Yes. Okay, so. So Alar is going to be the only one that knows this information. Montage. Yeah, let's go montage. So, how much are you telling him? Everything. Okay. You just the Mister White stuff. Yeah. All right. You ex- you montage explain, and Alar's like, while I understand that seems bad, that really does just sound like you guys just broke into his house. And, and he doesn't want to share what's in his, like, sock drawer with you guys. It's weird that Locke has a problem with this, but... I mean, he's in a completely valid situation to say, Hey, I don't want to tell you this stuff. It's a little weird that he has a secret door... I might go and try and see what's in there, but still, I feel like it's a valid thing that he's like, no, I don't want you to see inside that door. Cora's gonna chime in and say, like, uh, well, it sounds like he'll let you see, he'll let you guys see the secret door or something, I don't know, whatever his trusted associates are, whatever. Yeah, but are we really trustworthy individuals? Jacob's not here right now. He's probably out in the town doing stuff okay. with his downtime. Probably getting in brawls, to be honest. Probably. Come on, 
so thank you for this information. Um, and he, uh, Alar goes into the corner and finds the uh, pyramid. Do you need me to teleport you somewhere? Because you don't have one of these. And I don't know how much you can teleport. So... I mean, unless you want to stay here and do stuff. But that doesn't seem like what you guys want to do. I don't know. Uh, this is a lot of information. I'm sure it'll kick in that this is bad stuff later. But right now, I'm just processing it. I'll relay the information to the other two. Thanks. The other... I don't know how many there are. I keep losing track. I mean, I guess you can try and, like, find out information on Mr. White. Uh, so there's an announcement. This is the bottom post is the objectives page. And I've updated it to have some of your guys' objectives. So. Again, there's only two that I can think of off the top of my head, but... I guess you can also look at Dream Teams and take some of theirs if you want. But to, I need to update this. Ta-da. Fixed. I mean, I don't... Oh boy, here we go. So it's been... Probably... So it's been eight hours since that happened. So it's been a day-ish. Uh, and Zeno's like, oh, do we have to... I mean, we could just, like, find an orphanage... And I could make an army of children. <laughs> no, 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 not yet. Let's not do that. Or we can actually, you know, make a plan and then go uh, beat up the Blood Queen. Well, as a friend of mine once said, dynamite is a good answer to all problems. <laughs> I say we get a bunch of dynamite. And then we start blowing up the Blood Queen stuff. Oh, kill me out. It's like he's not here. So what if we put dynamite in him and send this on suicide bomb off? Wait, in, in who? Aegis. Wait, if he uses the armor of invulnerability, that means he's immune to all non-magical damage. And technically dynamite is non-magical damage. <laughs> So, he could activate it and then run in with a bunch of dynamite strapped to him, and he'd be fine. <laughs> in theory.
Or we can go pick another member of the Coda and then go pick on them. Which one? That lock guy, I don't like him. We can go pick on him. Who? That lock guy. I mean, he has five heads. <laughs> well, actually, if you think about it, he's got six heads. But... I say we go pick on him, because what's he going to do? Yell at us? Death is just a state of mind. Hey, you guys know Mr. White now, so maybe he'll revive you. Uh... I mean, that's a th- this is just Zeno spitballing here. I also don't like cats, so there's an idea. I don't like cats. To truly set him apart from who I imagined him looking like, I, I don't like cats. No, there's the guy on the coda that looks like a cat. I don't like cats, so I mean, maybe he... I mean, he's a black cat, too, so he's bad luck, right? You could. You could. Yeah, she's weird. I don't like her. We. Can, I don't like any of the coda, if that's not clear. Oh yeah, he stole that eye thing from us. Yeah, he's a nerd. Yeah, he is a nerd. This is this is Zeno's clone, by the way, not Zeno himself. At some point, he switched places. I'm not sure when, but he Zeno's clone wasn't there for the anti-lock campaign. You can pick any member of the code and then go start picking on them. If you want. Yeah, he's... He's shifty. He could be a problem. Wait, where are you guys having this conversation? You guys... You guys haven't moved, so Alar is just sitting there like... Hmm, yes. Great information. Not to mention, there's Boot somewhere in that mix, too, and he's like, Hmm. No. Uh, so, yeah, there's lots of options of what you can do. You got free roam. You got anything, You essentially. This is the sandbox campaign, so... But if you want, but all preacher-related activity is left on Schult. So, if you want to go follow the main plot, he said with air quotes. That's where it is. Yeah, let's go back to the main plot. Folks, hey, may us attack the Blood Queen. In 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 this session, you have uh, jumped on two parties' uh, main plot lines, but not your own.
So, are you guys gonna go back to Chult's and do stuff there? Yeah, let's go back to Chult. No, let's do. There's tons to do. So that island thing, you want to go there on the other planet? Is oh, yeah. third charge? Uh, no, he's gonna, Alar's gonna use the, uh, pyramid. So he vroom, opens up a portal for you. Bon voyage. Bye, buddy. I'll just have you on the back. Don't, don't do that. I will burn you. I'm tiefling. I'm resistant to file. Well, then I'll shock you. I'm a follower of Tiamat. Oh. It just occurred to me. You're a follower of Bahamut, and he's a follower of Tiamat. As you're walking through the portal, uh, he smacks you on the back of a head. Uh, Rafalia. Alar does this. The person you were talking to. He smacks you on the back of the head. For no apparent reason. Um. Baylor smacks you. He smacked me? Yes, he smacks you. Why? Because he doesn't like followers of Bahamut. Well, too bad. Bahamut's my, my homeboy. Mm. Mm. What an interesting way to say it. So Sparfius just looks up at the, like, uh, f fully clad in black plate mail firebird in front of him. Okay, if you say so. So he tries to bite, and then Alar's like, stupid dog, and he pulls out his spear and stabs right into Sparfius. Uh, what is Sparfius' AC? Not high, if I remember correctly. It is a solid 12. With Alar's plus 7 or more to hit, um, that does hit, even though we got a 5. And he's gonna smite, cause it's... Why not? Oh, he only has 5 hit points. Oh, no, he doesn't need to smite. Um... Yep. He just—he just slams his spear down into your dog, and your dog poof, vanishes. You're—he just straight up killed your dog in one hit. Yes. Yes, training. I also do enjoy getting trained by just getting smited by a person about twice exactly. my size. Exactly. Pain training. Alright, I'm going to teach you the way of magic. If he doesn't want love, then he's an attack dog. Alright? He... Well, I mean, yes. That's kind of his entire existence. 
yeah. That's his entire point of existence, is to attack things. And to be a steed for small-sized creatures. You can also summon him as a different animal if you want, so that he's more useful. Okay, you spend ten minutes and he, re- he reappears. Now with a uh, hole-shaped scar on his back of where ALR's um, spear hit him. That hurt. Well, I bit him, so I really don't know what you expected. Well, you're, I didn't mean for him to be caused, like, full-ass harm. Just kind of like, a, like an anger bite, you know? We need to specify that beforehand. Okay. Sorry. If you tell me to bite, I will bite with my full jaw force. There is... Alright, so you guys are in Schult now. Um... Segway. And everyone seems kind of... Ah! Everything's falling around me. So everyone seems kind of, like, on edge. Because of the attack during the circus. Like... It's not like the city has shut down. But everyone seems to keep looking over their shoulder just in case. Or any other member of the circus. Yeah. I don't know. What are you guys doing? It's up to you. Trying to power through this one investigation plot. If we don't like investigation plots, then I'll never do another one again. Or you could ignore it altogether. That's also a completely viable idea. I'm not... There's... Talking to people. Um, which is... I, I, I'm, I'm not saying you should. I just want to make... Like, if you guys don't like this, then you don't have to do it. I will find another way to incorporate the main plot. That's more <laughs> combat-focused. But yeah. If this is one of the people that was Alright. So are you heading back towards the was the Warforge that we saw handing up fires of Savewood that was the build that has like so many Uh no, it's it's not there are two different people. There's one in the blue suit and one in the red suit. The um Red suit was the Warforged, the blue suit was the elf that you guys met in Bolt Shop. Oh yeah, he's an elf. I thought they were both Warforged for some reason. I didn't do a great job of describing things that session. Um, of course, I never do a great job of describing things, so I mean, what does it matter? Uh, you remember that the elf was the one that was good with the crossbow. There was the albino tiefling. There was the person that was decked out in the heavy armor. I mean, the flashy armor, not the heavy armor. Uh, there was the 
uh, Bouncer Dwarf and the Tabaxi Twins. Probably someone else that I'm forgetting, but it's fine. Is the circus still available? Uh, probably. So as you approach the festival grounds, you see most everything has been like kind of packed up. Uh, for everything except the circus, because you know the guards are commencing an investigation. You know, I should probably actually pull out Tomb of Annihilation to get the what people actually live in this town. But who cares? Um, but it's, you know, 600, 700 years later. Valid so. point. Dragon Bay is leading the investigation. <laughs> he can't even talk. And he's, no. No. Alright, so as you approach this... So what's what's your plan? You are right. You are outside the circus right now. Well, if we're gonna try to like find out uh, what happened here, I'm sure we should ask the person in charge, which seemed to be the Warforged. The Warforged seemed to be the one running the show. From what you could gather, he seemed to be like the ringleader sort of person. Uh, okay. As you approach the circus, you... So, there's the main sort of, like, arena tent that you were in, but there's also, like, the, uh, there's a side tent that Bright tried to enter before, that, and that's where all the, uh, performers and cast, cast members live. Circus members live. And those, uh, quarters are connected to the stables. That they house all their animals in. Alright. So you can either investigate the people or investigate the crime scene. Let's do the people first. Wonderful. Alright. Okay. So you oh, I forgot. The person I remember the person I forgot. Um there's also an illusionist, although you didn't see him until after the show. He's the one that created the illusions of the creature and the uh, serpent that you saw at the beginning of the show. So yeah, you enter the the area, but well, as you try to enter the area and then two guards, well, two policemen kind of block the way. What, what's your business here? This is, uh, I don't want to say Crown's Guard. I don't want to say Crown's Guard. Um, this is, this is imperial business only. Well, We're investigating a crime here, an attack. What do they mean by imperial? Uh, it seems that. Stop. Um, I don't know. Uh, it seems that the, imp- the imperial um legion is sort of what the, is the uh, police force of. Schultz and the surrounding areas. The closest thing to a real structure this government has. They're they're the police, essentially. Who has the goblet? The what? 
Oh, the goblet. You said I thought you said gauntlet, and I was like. Uh, I think Aegis is holding on to it. So yeah, he has it. I mean, that's certainly one way to get into the conversation. That's the way I'm gonna go. Alright, so Aegis is like, okay, and pulls up and holds out the goblet to you. Are you gonna take it? Yeah. Uh, so you, you take the the goblet and without really saying anything to the, to the guards... And they're, they just both kind of, it takes them a moment to realize what you're holding. And then as they do, it starts to glow at your touch. <laughs> and I would say while you're holding this, you have advantage on any check with these people. And the DC is set decently lower. As they're just stunned at what they're seeing. Like, their brains are... It's the uh, spinning wheel of death trying to figure out what is going on right now. May we pass? Sure. And they... What? Um... Sure. I mean... If you had given more, like, a reason, you probably wouldn't, but for just saying, let me pass, then yeah, roll, please. Uh, just charisma, I guess, right? Charisma or persuasion, if you have proficiency. That's 17. Alright, they let you pass in opening the tent so that you can get through. Uh, and it seems all the cast members are in their, uh, door, in their rooms right now. And you hear noise coming from one of them that seems like someone's having an argument with someone else. Uh, Alright, so you go to that room, and this seems to be an empty room that people just kind of, they use for the interrogations. And you see that the dwarf that was not very nice to you, Bright, is in there, and he's kind of having an argument with the guard. Uh, from what you can tell, it seems that the guards are pretty suspicious of this dwarf. For reasons you're not quite sure. Because you just got I'm here. Pass. So that's suspicious enough. He wouldn't let you pass. That makes him the... Th- yes. We're essentially playing Mafia. So you can vote them out and see what happens. You're playing Among Us. Yes, you are playing Among Us. They're the same game, pretty much. Yeah. But one... Yeah. Essentially, yes. So you kind of open the door and walk in, and instantly the guard... What seems to be like the guard captain with... Is this bald humanoid with... A bald, pretty uh, tan humanoid with a bunch of scars and one... And an eye patch. Excuse me, who are... Who do you think you are? Or do you still have the goblin in your hand? Probably. <laughs> like, the the other guard in there is like, oh, oh, whoa, uh, but the guard captain just does give no, gives not, just does not seem to care. I mean, he flint, he like, he reacts, but he doesn't want to show it on his face. <clears throat> uh, 
witnesses. <clears throat> witnesses. All right. And as he's like looking around, oh, I think I I think I get who you are now. The, your descriptions match up with the pe- with what the circus members are saying. The people that helped them take down the beast. Is that correct? Good, we were looking for you, but we couldn't find you when we were uh, we asking around. Well, our friends got ourselves into some trouble. We're, we're not gonna go into details why we left, but we left. I was like, don't worry left. about it. Don't worry about it. It's not a problem. Don't worry about it. For the foreseeable future, could you refrain from leaving? We have some questions. And I think you'd be helpful. You'd You'd be. You'd give us. You'd give us assistance with them. Dwarfs. Any gestures towards the dwarf who is now who is now give, just glaring daggers at you, Bright. From what we can tell, he's the most likely suspect. We we have, simply from motive, if nothing else. Um, care to explain yourself? Are they using magic like zone of truth? Uh... Probably, yeah. Okay. I didn't... What, what do you mean? Who are you asking what do you mean? Do you mean what, the... What do you think his motive is? What, what, why, what do you think that? And he, like, kind of uh, gives a motion to the dwarf. They think just because I got my job, I got demoted from the strong man to the bodyguard that I would have the nerve to bring in a bone claw to the circus that I've worked for for over 20 years. Uh, that seemed to be the truth. Do I need to roll insight? Uh, the version of Zone of Truth you're in right now kind of makes it... It's sort of like a lie detector instead of uh, you have to tell the truth. And it's not... Ends, you get no indication that he's lying. Well, he's saying what they think. He's not defending himself one way or the other. But he seems pretty heated about this, and that seems truthful. So, so where were you? I don't know. Like, aren't you guys, aren't you, like, turned to the guards? Aren't you supposed to be asking the questions? You know more about what happened that night than we do. So, I suppose we can each take turns, I guess. So I guess we tell our version of the story, Montage, explain? Alright, you explain what happened about how the show went down and how the creature appeared. Because you all thought it was an illusion like everything else, and then it wasn't. You did not see the dwarf during the performance anywhere. You didn't see him during the performance. Yeah. Doesn't mean couldn't be the dwarf was... Regrettably, I was outside during all of this. Because I don't... I was tending to the animals, making sure everyone... 
making sure everyone else was ready for their parts when they went on. And they were. They can confirm I was out there. Well, it seems like we should bring everybody in here and... Uh, um... All at once doesn't seem like a great idea. Uh, let's let's do this one at a time. Is what the guard captain says. I was outside, and then the bone clock appeared, and I just thought it was part of the. I was out. I didn't see anything. The bone clock appeared, and I thought it was part of the performance. There was a monster. I know that much. I didn't. I just heard sounds, and I didn't. I just thought everything was going normally, or we were trying something new. They don't talk to me anymore. This all seems to be not lies. Uh, you can. So it's kind of like there's a, uh, sort of magical stone that glows different colors and while it glows green to tell the truth you're starting to see it get sort of a reddish tinge to it like he's telling mostly the truth but not all of it the what part does it seem like he, is it all all of it seems like he's not telling the whole truth Um, he was outside when it, he was outside when it happened, he heard the, he, uh, and he assumed it was part of the show, those two phrases more specifically. Do we want to, like, talk to someone else, I guess, get someone else's... So, it's back down to the three of us now. Do we want to keep doing this, or do we want to wait till a later date? We can probably wait till a later date. Yeah. I don't think um, team loot is kind of a great thing to do over Discord. I feel like it's a very at-gamers guild sort of thing. Yeah. So, sorry for wasting your time. Um, no, it's fine. Like, you, I'm, I'm glad we didn't have to like deal with the anxiety of being in the Blood Queen semi-plane for another week. Yeah. Even though I've mostly gotten over that. I was like, oh, how am I going to make this interesting besides um, run? So yeah, you you took care of that very well. So. 